Greetings. I am the Voyager 1, and in case you can't tell, I am literally a satellite. But not just any satellite. I took the first detailed photos of the outer planets of our solar system. It was a pretty big deal. Today, I'm the farthest man-made object from Earth, and my final mission is to carry this, the Golden Record. This record represents all of you, all of human history. And the story of this record begins in 1976. NASA has just landed a rover on Mars. Steve Jobs is about to incorporate something called Apple computers. And Fleetwood Mac is recording their iconic studio album, Rumors. This is the story of the Golden Record. Hi, and welcome to another What's Up podcast. This is Becca Martin-Brown, the Features Editor at the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. And that was Cody Walls, who is playing the Voyager spacecraft in a new musical opening this weekend with Pilot Arts. Joining me in the studio with Cody is Missy Gibson, the founder of Pilot Arts. And we're going to talk about spacecraft in music or music in space or, yeah. Missy, tell me about this show. Well, this is a developmental musical that was written by Angel Scafani and Hunter Bird. And um, this is a the story truly of the Voyager spacecrafts uh, that in the late 70s, NASA put together a team to record the sounds of humanity, put it on a golden record, strap it to the side of a couple satellites and shoot it into space. And uh, Angela had the brilliant idea that this is the perfect story for a musical, and I could not agree more. It is really a fantastic way to do musical theater, uh, definitely opposite than what we normally do. So it's been a really fun process. And you met Angela when you did her song cycle? Yes, we did Passion Project. That was actually our first like post-sort of shutdown project we did. And I had found Angela online uh, I had found some uh, videos of when they did it up in New York in like cabaret setting. And I was like, this music is fantastic. It was about women from history um, that had done brilliant things. that were creators and scientists and engineers and all those amazing things women can be. And I was like, I want to produce this as a show with all of these songs. And so I reached out to her. She was totally game for it. And that was actually the only really produced version of Passion Project that's been ever done. And so I really fell in love with her way of writing, and I've sort of shifted. Pilot Arts is really shifting to more new works. It's really more of our focus. And I mean, when I say new, I want the ink drying. Like, I'm really interested in, like, it's still evolving. Like these She's I, not kidding. It's drying yeah, right now. <laughs> it is truly drying. And, um, and so I reached back out to Angela, and I said, do you have anything that you're working on that you're interested in or excited about? And she sent me a couple things, and this is one of them. And I was like... How I missed the Golden Records story, I missed that. Like, I did not get that. I didn't know about that in school. I didn't, maybe I wasn't paying attention. I don't know. I didn't know anything about it. And it sent me down this rabbit hole about this Golden Record project and Carl Sagan and the team that he was doing it. And I was in love with the whole idea that we took, that we, you know, this team went around the world and collected songs and sounds and images that sort of gave the story of what it's like to be a human on Earth. And the idea that they were hoping that if somebody ever finds it, an extraterrestrial or whatever that would be, would understand what it's like to be a human. And uh, and then that selection process of what do you choose to show what it's like to be a human? And the, the process those people must have had to go through and the conversations and the late night conversations. And my mind just went to what that would have actually been like to be on that team. And so this musical really dives into what it was like to be a part of that team and the decisions they had to make and the way they had to work together and the relationships that were made, the relationships that maybe were broken, what that looked like. Um, 
And it's just really an interesting sort of like time capsule uh, that we get to sort of peer into. So Cody, clearly you were not around in 1976 and 77. <laughs> what have you, how did you get into this and what have you learned that you didn't know about our culture in that time period and how did you connect to it? Mm -hmm. So kind of like Missy said, I didn't know really anything about this project at all. Um, as a kid, though, I was always very interested in space and um, NASA, um, but this is something that I never, like, dived into at all. Um, and so, honestly, the whole process, I, I've learned about what they went through, what life was like in the 70s. Um, we deal with some heavy things in the show, um, and I think that that's one of the cool things about this show is that we do explore, like, the the effects of like World War II. Like they were still recovering in the 70s from World War II. Um, and they sing about that in the show a little bit. Um, but the process as a whole has been such a treat. Um, Angela and Hunter um, really do a fantastic job of writing such melodic melodies and beautiful music and a beautiful script to go with it um, that makes being an actor in this show a lot easier. And we talked about, when I saw rehearsal, we talked about describing the music. Yeah. And it's kind of 70s folk-ish. Yeah, yeah, but then it touches back to like a Linda Ronstadt vibe occasionally. Like it like throws it around, you know. Even one of the songs at the end, it almost has like a, or toward the end, it almost has like a nine, like a working nine to five, kind of nine to five the <laughs> musical vibe. Like, and that's not 70s, I know. But it just has a lot of different, and Angela actually writes this way. Like, I mean, based on Passion Project, is it? She really is like genius at not sort of like, sticking in a theme and you know every song you know some musicians or um songs albums have this sort of rhythm to them for her it's really great because you can be in one song and then that next song starts and you're like this is a different world you know i mean the way she's using rhythm and the way she's using uh, melody it's just she does such an interesting way of writing i would say a complex way of writing i would say the music even though it's beautiful and incredible it's a challenge because of the way it's layered and the way that she chooses to do melody. But it also is such a, um, a welcome change from um, some of the musical theater that I grew up in and know and love. Love those things, honor them still. But it's really fun to deep dive into a musical that has music that also is sort of accessible past like the musical theater genre. This tips into people that maybe did love the Carpenters or did love Joni Mitchell. And it gives them like a kind of a doorway to, it's like a little bit of a bridge in a musical theater for those people too, you know? How hard is it, Hunter, to learn? We also talked to, Missy and I talked a little bit about this. If you're cast in Disaster, The Music Man or whatever, that music has existed. This music didn't exist and it's mm -hmm. apparently still changing under your feet. Yes. <laughs> how do you, how much harder is that and how do you approach it differently than knowing you're gonna play the lead in The King and I. Right. Well, um, doing a lot of research is certainly has been helpful, but also like you get to bring yourself to the role, which is such a cool thing to do. Um, there was a workshop of the musical, I think back in August, mm -hmm. um, and it was a very smaller version, condensed version of the show. Um, and so we have some recordings from that that we've been able to listen to. Um, but even like the lyrics and some of the music and the chords have changed since that project. Um, and so we really have been able to take our own spin on it, which has been such a cool thing. We have some college kids in the show, um, and I think it is such a valuable thing for them to explore what it means to really make something your own. Yeah. 
Does it require bravery beyond other theater Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like Missy said, too, like, we're used to musical theater being a certain way. And then you have those shows like like Hamilton that are totally different. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like this is kind of one of those things where it's just, it's totally different. And that's what makes it so special. Yeah, I think that touches on new stories, too. Like, that's why, you know, Pilot Arts is we're sort of shifting toward this idea. Like, the idea that somebody right now, this is what I was saying the other day to some of the cast, somebody right now is sitting and, and coming up with these stories. And they're writing music. And I feel like, you know, we we do get a little bit stuck in the things we know. I mean, think about when you're driving around looking for something to eat and you're like, okay, I could go there. I've never eaten there, but I'm going to go to that restaurant because I know it's good. And it's, to me, it's like, but there's so many new voices and new stories that are happening that I'm excited by those things. Like cultivating our artists now and like giving them a space that is thrilling to me. And so sitting there last night, even in rehearsal and watching all of these people that have a lot of performance experience but they're taking this material that they are just, they only have rehearsed about 11 times total. And they are igniting it on stage because they are committed to learning the work and expanding the work is just like, I was, I was just, I was just proud momming all over the place. I mean, one of my customers was like, we look back and you're just like cheesing it up. Like, just like, oh, look at them because it was just so impressive. You know, I mean, that's a really different endeavor as an actor to touch something that not only are you being introduced to while you're trying to learn it. It's just different. What does it do for pilot arts if you take this role in developing new work? Sure. Where does that... Because, you know, in a lot of scripts, it'll say the original performance was. Yeah. And that'll be you. Right. So we are... We would be credited on the journey, for sure, of any... You know, that sort of... We work on our side as we get credited on that journey of sort of lifting and supporting new work and... um it's really an exciting and slightly scary and challenging endeavor as a producer, but it, it is exciting. I mean, I want to, I want sort of the theater experience to be vast, you know, and I feel like that connects us beyond even just our community. It really sends us out. And now it's like Cody, if he decides to go off and, you know, move to New York or Chicago and do some things, he's really sort of cast out a web, you know, through that experience because the connections are just pinging everywhere. So, yeah, I mean, I think we'll definitely, being part of, like, the journey of a new show, whether it's this one or, you know, one we do in the future, I think that that is really a neat experience for our community performers, which is something I'm super focused on. I really want to use our people. Our people are talented. I mean, they are talented just as much anywhere else I've been, and I want to use them. And, you know, we may bring in guest artists to help with certain things, but, like, who I'm interested in seeing on stage is our community. You know, that is my heart for sure. And so, uh, and then putting them into this, you know, if they could possibly, original cast being whatever, like that is exciting. So we're growing toward that. You know, this is baby steps, but, you know, one small step for mankind, (laughs) right? One small step for Violet Arts, but hopefully, you know, that excites me. And for an audience, not only is every performance one of a kind, Mm -hmm. because no two shows are ever alive. (laughs) no. This is a show that you can say you saw it win. Yeah, you really could. I mean, I think this this show's still evolving. I know they're still writing on it. I know they, you know, that's this is totally a workshop production of it. You know, it's not a fully staged. I mean, it's got some fully staged elements, but it's still a workshop in development and whatever their next journey is. It's 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 an exciting um, it's an exciting part to play on a theater journey of a show. Absolutely. Let me tell you when you can see this show. 
It's 7 o'clock, October 6th and 7, 2 and 7 o'clock, October 8th, which is Saturday. The right. matinee is Saturday, not Sunday, mm -hmm. at Rock Hill Studios in Fayetteville. That's 240 right. East Township. Tickets are 20 and $30. And on October 7th, you have the option. Do you still have room? Yes, we have some room for the Stargazer Soiree. You can get your own little personal charcuterie box and beverages, and then a duo called One Penny Shy is going to play for a little bit before the show. And that starts at 5.45. It's $45, including your ticket to the show. Yes. And and so for the piece de resistance of this, Cody's going to sing a piece of music from the show. Cody, can you tell me about it before you sing? Of course. This song is quite a ride. It is the finale of the show. Um, this is the song that the Voyager sings as the satellite is being launched into space. Excellent. Cody Walls. The empty space between the stars is light years long and completely dark. Floating so far, I'm journey bound. I make no sound, just waiting to be found. Never gonna look back, I'm looking forward to making contact, soaring right through the limitless sky. It's quite a ride. I'm learning how to live alone, discerning how to be my own home, uncertainty's my only friend as I travel around this perpetual bend. Never gonna look back, I'm looking forward to making contact soaring right through the limitless sky it's quite a ride that was cody walls amazing guy can't even talk singing quite a ride from the new musical the golden record catch it this weekend and this weekend only in fayetteville this is Becca Martin-Brown, and this is another What's Up podcast. Check out our website at nwaonline.com.